0: Welcome to the first episode of Angry Fans, a podcast for people who need to vent about sports. We are four angry fans, but we're also sweethearts, nice guys. And at the end of every episode, we're going to donate to a charity of our choosing. Before that, though, we'll be stoking the fires of fandom. Fan is, after all, from the word fanatic, and that is what we are. Full disclosure, we are all Buffalo Bills fans. So right there, you can understand where our frustration comes from. But this is not a Bills podcast. We'll talk about all teams and sports, and we'll do it hopefully with a sense of humor all along the way. I'm Scotty. Now let me introduce the other angry fans in the room.
1: Hey, Scotty. It's Buffalo Steve. As my friends know, I love social gatherings, but I hate people. (laughs) And I'm a giant toddler, especially when it comes to the
2: Bills and Sabres. Hello, everyone. My name is Turner. Uh, I grew up here in St. Louis, and I love all sports, uh, especially basketball and football. Uh, But some of the things that make me angry are refs, Stan Kroenke, Tom (laughs) Brady, and when somebody steps or scuffs my shoes. I agree with all those. (laughs) All right. So our first segment is going to be, what am I going
0: to throw at the TV this week? Can I start? Please. Can I please start? Leave us yeah. off. Man, so I have been watching <laughs> off and on just a little bit this NBA in-season tournament. Yeah. Holy cow, what is with those courts? They are awful. They're hideous. I, I have a feeling that the charity that they are playing for <laughs> is people that don't have rods and cones or something along those lines. You know, fried retinas. Right. Because Sight for sure. What are they trying to do to our eyesight? It is just atrocious.
2: They're trying to wreck our eyesight so that we (laughs) have to go to the doctors that they're supporting.
0: Yeah, I know the real reason they're doing this. Please explain it to me. Yeah, the in-season tournament is because no one watches the NBA in November and December and January and February. So they're trying to make money. They're rolling it all into the regular season. But I don't understand why they had to do this court thing.
1: No, I don't get it either. I was watching it the other day on TNT or it was TBS, one of them. I can't remember, and I had to stop it because I didn't understand what I was watching. <laughs> I, know. I didn't realize it was an NBA game. I thought I was watching. I was like, "Oh, no, but you knew one it these wasn't. You European, thought game. one of the European You're, games or something. or a there. middle school it a game. Right. <laughs> it was. I don't even. I can't even tell you the two teams that were playing because I couldn't take my eyes off because the court, you couldn't, I couldn't see the, the players or I the ball. See oh, right. It
2: was <laughs> it's, it's unbelievably a disgusting. Thing. You, yeah. They, like, transition between the two colors. They only pick two colors, and they're the only two brightest colors that team's ever been represented by.
0: I know, but what well, are the colors? I, I
2: actually, the reason I break this
0: up for this segment is I am going to throw a Crayola <laughs> box full of <laughs> okay. crayons at the TV when yes. I see another it, one of these games.
1: It better be one of the, what's it, the 32 Crayola box? The big one that has know, the sharp. 64. You, oh, is it 64? Go 64? It's 64. got the sharpener on the back.
0: Because I'm telling you what. I was trying to figure out what the hell these colors are. So I went down a rabbit hole of Crayola colors, and I found this box of offensive (laughs) non-PC crayons, which is my favorite. So I want to give you, because those colors are perfectly described by this Crayola box, the colors I've seen (laughs) on the court. So let me give you a couple of examples. Alcoholic piss yellow no. Is one of a good one. I'm familiar I with that I can't even color. read all these.
1: I think we all are at this. I can't this even desk. read all
0: these because some of them are so offensive that I couldn't even read them on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Baby Shit Green. I've Fair seen enough. Baby Shit Green in one of those uh, NBA courts oh, yeah. sure. It was worse than oh, that yeah.
2: one, what you're saying, the ones you can't say.
0: And then there's another one, LGBTQ LMNOP, which I
2: love because <laughs> on the That's air. Denver. They got the it rainbow is, color on their shirt, right?
0: Yeah. Well, the point is they keep adding letters to it, and I I, I have to do it because I'm actually on the air uh, as as my profession. So they keep adding letters, and I have to reread it before I go on the air to make sure I'm not missing a letter. (laughs) And then my favorite one, my favorite color, again, I've seen this on the court. Your parents' divorce was your fault, Peach. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's what I got. I think the person who is in charge— Is probably has this disease, (laughs) (laughs) this unnamed disease that has something to
2: do with rods and cones and can't see. Did you hear hear what actually happened, too? Uh, They were saying that a couple of the courts, they had three different companies that painted the courts ahead of time, and one of them messed up the distance from the three-point line, and one of the players was shooting ahead of time. And he was like, why are all my shots off? And they went and measured it. And so a couple of times they've had to use a different court because that company messed up the distance of the three-point line. That's something you'd think that you'd just
1: double-check
0: that? Uh, My final (laughs) thought on this is I'm pretty sure – you know those leftover paint cans at Home Depot? (laughs) I already. That is exactly where they got right? this
2: these colors from. They just went to the Home Depot. Can you give us whatever you got What's left the over? Wholesale <laughs> price on this? Somebody <laughs> ordered it, got the wrong color. They're like, nah, never mind. We got to refix that. <laughs> it was on sale. All right, what are
1: you throwing at the TV? Well, I'll let Mister T go first.
2: What I'm going to throw this week is a nice home cooked meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the reason I was I was at home the other night enjoying this nice meal. Um, and I was unfortunately watching the refs save again their beloved Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs over and over again, giving me flashbacks of the 2000s, watching Tom and Bill cheat against the Rams. Just so angry I threw it all the way against the TV. <laughs> Smeared was it, it all the way down the wall. Was it in a container, or did you like right. pick it up in your hands? No, it. it was a plate, and oh, the, plates, the plate's gone too. <laughs> down there with the dogs trying to see if I can get some back from them. All right, Steve, uh, Buffalo Steve.
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm going to step back a little bit here, and we're going to go into the past for a minute. I can tell you specifically my visor that I owned years ago. It was Bills-Cowboys Monday night game. Bills were up 11 with like four and a half minutes left in the game. We ended up losing that game, and I was having friends over that night, and they end up seeing my visor fly off my head like a Frisbee. Hitting my TV, knocking that out. But uh, recently watching the Sabres game, as they've been frustrating me this year because I think there's so much talent on that team, I end up uh, grabbing one of my son's uh, remotes from his PlayStation
0: and <laughs> oh, no, letting it go. Yeah, And, yeah, so there's a new TV downstairs. <laughs> there's a new TV. Well, that's a good story. I mean, that's an actual destroying the TV story. Yeah. At one of our recent gatherings – at our local tavern, the Shamrock Pub in St. Louis, that's where we are. That's where we gather for the football games. True. I did boot a football into the rafters of the bar, and I couldn't find it. Did, I don't. I don't know where it, it went. Did, did we, we ever find it? No. It it just
1: went. It just disappeared. That is. I've, I just assumed you found it by the no. time. <laughs> Still haven't found it. <laughs> oh well, I guess that's something we can go on a manhunt for this. Yeah, this Sunday we may have we? A, we have to
0: employ some ladders <laughs> to try to see if we can find it. This is true. Okay, it's time for our next segment. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. That's right. We're gonna get angry. We're angry fans, and so I'm gonna let Buffalo Steve start with this one. All right. So, as it's it's very easy
1: after last week's Bills Broncos game. What I'm super pissed about is the special teams guy, the special teams coach. When you get 12 guys on the field, what is happening here? We, the last play of the we, game. Do we practice this? Like, yeah. you know they practice it, right? Like, hey, and here's the thing. You've already seen the way Denver responded earlier in the game where they just ran everybody out there with the kicker Lutz. Yeah. And had him kick. So you knew at the end of the game, look, this is what they're going to do. They're going to run them out there so the clock runs down. We already have the set, you know. Sure, you've got to make a few changes to your personnel, right, to run them out there. Because I've heard, I've read an article. Now I don't know that it's true, because it, you know, it was an online article that they already had a play, the regular field goal. We're just going to let them kick it. We're not really going to rush. Well, then the special teams coach changed the play to we're going to have an all-out rush on the kicker, try to block it. So Matovich, the special teams captain. He's already got the one play, right? As they're going out there, then the play has changed. They're going to rush it. Hey, so we got one, two, three guys. Oh, the hell with it. Like everybody just that's, yeah. that does special teams just get out there. and we'll figure it out. Is like,
2: there a player that was not supposed to be out there, there that just was mixed up? But like, was it because we called two different plays?
0: But I, I, I guess what I'm – I don't care. Right. It's a it field right. goal with no time left on the clock. Right. They have to rush out and kick a field goal, right? Right. right. And they, and they missed it, and they missed it because they had it. to rush out there. My point is, why do we have to have eleven guys on the field? Right. Could we yeah. just have nine and just stand there, yeah, right. and not get a penalty? There's no penalty for having too few people on the no, field, right? No, it's only when so, you have too many. That's right. So that's what and I'm somehow saying. we figured out how to do that. Now, how the hell does that happen? Just I, they're trying too hard. They're being too detail oriented right. there, right. and I would have said, guys just whoever's on the field on the last play just stay there yeah I don't care we right don't have, just leave your special right. we don't leave need your special, dime
2: defense in there just who, leave them in there right. and what, just the stand nickel whatever's out there right. let
0: him just stand right. there and right. let them miss
2: make it look like you're gonna do something yeah and I, I don't and, and don't. I miss. appreciate what McDermott's you're too calm done. about this Steve I know <laughs> I know
1: well because I've had a week just to kind of right if it would have had a week too I know and I'm angry but I'm still I'm super upset as well about mcDermott just kind of like the press conferences I've seen during the week has been kind of like a ho hum kind of. We right. just got to do better. No, no, no. Where's where? Show me some Bobby Knight anger. Show me some. Throw some shit around yeah, the room. Like exactly. be angry. Like get
2: pissed. Well, like- no, and he hasn't said anything about this whole this this whole offensive coordinator thing. He hasn't been passionate about that either. He's just like, well, well you know, I feel like. This is going to help us, and we're going to move yeah, forward. we're going to have. So, okay, bro, can I can I get something yeah, out of you that makes gonna me want to? We're going to we're
1: going to up energy here. This is going to up energy. I haven't even seen him running around clapping his hands on the sideline. He's been doing that for four years. To where I thought, you know, he's trying to turn the stadium lights on and off.
0: Yeah, Mick Clappy. This, that's year, he's this year, he's year called I Mick seen... Clappy for yeah, a reason. Right, he just claps and claps, and he is the worst coach in the world when it comes to challenges. The oh, worst. My God, yeah. He just doesn't understand the concept. We have to move on, guys, or we're going to have to get some popping, some blood pressure medication here before the end of the show. you're starting to get me worked up now. Well, it is. I'm trying to get you worked up because it's angry fans, man. We're supposed to be angry. Do you have have something you're angry about? I do have
2: something I'm quite angry about. And and you know what? Even if you're not a fan of basketball, you could be upset about this too. Um, I'm going to go at somebody as well. His name is Steve Kerr. Uh, Steve Kerr, the Uh-oh. the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Um, even if you don't watch the NBA, you saw what happened. Draymond Green basically put a player in a chokehold and drug him around the whole court. Saw that it was bad enough to watch it happen. I was like, "What is? What are we doing here, guys? Just a just a all out brawl." Didn't know what was going on. They kick everybody out as they should. It was normal. But the my problem with Steve is at the end of the game, he's up there and they're like, hey, what do you think happened? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I don't I don't think Draymond really did anything wrong. I, I thought he was just applying himself in the moment and, and doing what he felt was normal. And I just think that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that guy, man, he does some stupid crap. I, He's.
0: I like him as a player. Out of college, I really liked him. Out of Michigan sure. State. Right. Yep. Uh, but, oh, man, he just crosses the line in a way that is disrespectful to the game, and especially when mm-hmm. he does it to, like, marquee players like LeBron and others. I mean, right. I get the competitive fire, sure. but he hurts his sure. team a
2: lot. sure. Well, and I get sticking up for your team, for your players, but it's is one thing when you're sticking up for them doing things like this where they're, right. they're going out of their way to do things that
0: shouldn't be involved. He in does game. some Mac Jones crap, like kicking it's, people in the balls. Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah. Oh, man, yep. it's, don't it do it that to another man. Yep. No, no,
2: That's
1: the crown <laughs> rule. At some point in time, doesn't the league have to look at that? Well, um, they have. I know, but five I mean, games to a whole, it. but exactly. What I'm oh. going to do with five games. Right. We'll get to the NHL at some point in time, but I mean they're starting to really put games on guys
2: over the last several years.
1: At the end of the day, like people love it th-
2: though. People love that. Well, ground. I think that's what they've been saying is that they've been getting ratings because of it, that's, and yeah, it's like that's, in-season tournaments exciting because yeah. fights. Right. And it's like I don't think Welcome that's to Jerry Springer. Yeah, so exactly. so far we
0: have NBA uh, atrocious color schemes. <laughs> And yeah, the NBA is bad a
1: thousand at terribleness yeah, because
0: yeah. the ratings are so bad in the early part of the season. All right, we got to move on to next subject because I got my rant. It's going to be short. My rant is about Carissa Thompson from Fox Sports. <laughs> I I I can't stand it when people make up shit. I cannot. Evidence, she's been doing it a while. Yeah, she's This is the second time she's done this. Told the public that mm-hmm. she's doing it. If she had just kept it to herself, that would be one thing. But she has competitors and colleagues who are doing the same job, and people have always made fun of sideline reporters. And particularly women doing this job, especially when they first started, a woman can't do a football game? What are you talking about? No, they can, and they've proven it, and lots of them are doing it, and they're doing it well. But when Carissa comes out and says, I just make stuff up at halftime. If I can't get to the coach, I'll just give him a quote. Which is just absolutely offensive to me as a journalist. It's like that Jerry Seinfeld episode where he says, Is that offensive to you as a Jew? He says, No, it's offensive to me as a comedian.
1: <laughs> That's how I feel about Carissa Thompson. Do you have any yeah. thoughts? Well, I thought I saw the one interview where she was like, Yeah, so I just go with what the coaches would typically say, coming out of the locker room or going in a locker room where gotta get better on third down. You've got to do this, this, and this, because some of these coaches—they're not just going to give you that answer. Some of them are actually uh, a little bit animated. They're going to say some great quotes.
0: If you're going to make something up, don't admit it to the public. Well, they're a, never, no, but thing. b, make up something interesting. <laughs> right. This is what you got. You. So her, I, her go-to is let me make up the most boring quote in the world. Right, right. the right. one
1: we, that they a majority say going in or out of locker. If
2: I'm going to come out in public and tell everybody that I was making that up whatever it was that I said better have been something worth telling them that I made it up. They're like, "Hey, he had a great game first half, so we're coming out with poison." And I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> what for what? What was the point? No, I'm saying I would
0: I would love it if she's doing it Because it is entertainment, after all. It's not like this is breaking hard news. No, right. But, I mean, I still don't like the idea of her making things up because there are other people working hard on the sidelines, and they don't do that. But I'm just saying, in a... In a fantasy she world, can't, she, she can't get, gonna,
1: Yeah, but she can't get too carried away. No, I like, think she should get
2: really carried yeah, away. And
1: the coach is going to be like, I never said anything like <laughs> well, that. Well, good. Now you've got, now you've got a hole. Then she's caught. Then she's right.
2: busted. Right, right. Well, but that's a different channel so on, you, on the news that you're following because right. she's just making it up as she but goes. when But when
1: you stick to, you know, the easy script, nobody's going to question it and the coach isn't even going to hear it. Right, you know, right. You come out and say, you know – He was driving around school property with candy in a van or something. Then you got,
2: you know. (laughs) Now
1: we're we're talking. Right. Looking at recruits for the upcoming season. I feel
2: like you're talking about somebody
1: specific.
0: uh, You never know, kid. (laughs) All right. That is going to do it for that segment. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Let's get to our first commercial break on the podcast. Angry fans. Angry Fans is brought to you by the Shamrock Pub, a St. Louis staple for well over a hundred years. Oh, me Irish mother, it's the corner bar that'll have you stomping your feet when the Bills lose because they had a dozen men on the field on the last play. Oh, we've got lots of tables, which you'll be smashing every time Coach McDermott throws a challenge flag. We're just a stone's throw from Budweiser, so at the Shamrock, you'll be pounded pitchers with no regard for sobriety or the golf cart you rode in on. The Shamrock, your St. Louis home for angry fans. We have no clue when we're open, but come see us anyway. You're always welcome at the Shamrock. I want to hang out with that guy. Right? I want to have beers with that guy. I, I heard that he is... Of mixed heritage. Like, oh no, no way. Irish, Scottish, <laughs> Welsh, Indian, Russian. <laughs> I don't gotta know gotta what accent. On. I don't know what accent that was.
1: I just want to know when he's gonna be down there since we don't know when we're open. <laughs> right. That's what I was on.
0: That <laughs> was a, a little bit of an inside joke because it, the Shamrock is kind of famous for you don't know when they're gonna be open. Nope. But it's all right.
1: Let's When they are open, it's a great time.
0: Yes. Tip of the cap to the Shamrock Pub, which is an actual place in St. Louis. Thank you, Patty. And, Exactly. And Stephanie. And And yeah. Kristen. They have welcomed us with open arms, and they we treat them like family. They do the same. We have a hot dog bar, which they shipped in hot dogs from Buffalo just for us. Saline. They make cakes. They do everything. And so, seriously, they're awesome.
1: Yeah, they are. Next on the menu uh, coming up at some point in time in December is going to be Bivon Weck.
0: Bivon Weck, which is a, a local Buffalo, yep, Buffalo tradition. Yep, all right, let's move on to our next segment on angry fans.
2: Can't touch this.
0: That is right. You can't touch this. Now, we are fans of betting on all sports, but we're not here to give out picks, really, because everybody gives out picks. We're here to stop you from losing your hard-earned money because we're already angry enough about sports. Another losing bet is something we want to avoid we don't want to be going over the edge here. Buffalo, Steve, yep. what is a wager you can't touch?
1: Well, Florida State today is playing Northern Alabama University. How in the world, this late in the season, <laughs> are you playing Northern Alabama <laughs> University? That's a game you play in the first three weeks of the season, right? You yeah, should be. You should still be. be playing somebody in your own conference the Spread, they didn't even have money line and stuff on this game, yeah, At because it would be week. minus 12,000, right. right? Because <laughs> it's crazy, like, why is this even a thing? 41 and a half is the spread, right? This is beautiful. <laughs> I love uh,
0: college football spreads, 41 and <laughs> and and half to real, nothing. Real
1: quick, I'm gonna give a shout out to Mr. Frank Doherty, he's a uh, gentleman I know, he's a Florida State alum, and uh, Bookie,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a
1: retired military. Mr. Larry, uh, his dad took me alligator hunting, so couple Florida boys. I love it. But it looks listen to this. I mean, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. You got Northern Alabama out of the United Athletic Conference, which I mean, good for these kids that are playing, it's, you know, low D1 account. The only thing you need to be betting in this game is their wide receiver. He's got through 10 games, he's got he's a wide receiver. He has 9 TD receptions. If you're betting anything on this game, that he's going to get a TD. Like at the end of the day, Florida State's gonna crush them. Florida State's ten and zero. Northern Alabama U is three and seven, one and five in their own conference.
0: It's the UAC, the United Athletic Conference. It has such powerhouses as Tarleton State, Austin P, Abilene Austin Christian. Austin P, you
1: know from basketball,
0: like yeah, that's... Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, their quarterback's a
1: sophomore, Noah Walter. Shout out to you, Noah. You've got twenty two hundred passing yards. Brew is your number one target with nine TDs uh, at three and seven. So I don't even understand how this is a game. Gosh. I don't even think they're going to cross the 50, but yeah, I mean, right. at the end of the day, <laughs> that should be the bet. Right. right. Do they cross Do the 50 they cross and how many the times? Do they
2: like, this is times the, this is the dumbest total. thing
1: I've ever seen. Like Now we're talking. What's the I mean, total now yards look, is, for
2: them over under? Like These poor guys—they're gonna go out there and guess to get dismantled. I've got one. It's gonna—it's gonna seem a little weird. It's gonna be Cowboys Panthers. Okay, now, now the, the spread here is crazy because the Cowboys are saw, are thought to be great, and the Panthers are like one and eight, so it's not great. But this year, road favorites, like the Cowboys are, are o eight and one. Basically, just don't win against the spread. man. That is a good the spread. That is a good find, there, Turner. I got <laughs> to be honest. They're four and five straight up. Eight and one against. Oh, eight and one against the spread. Four and five straight up. Week three, Cowboys. there were eleven point favorites at Arizona. Yes, and everybody said the same thing. Oh, it's going to be a blowout. What happened? The Cowboys lost. Yes, they, they straight did. up lost that game we all said they were a joke and they were back then and they're supposed to be better now I still don't believe it I'm with you because Dak hasn't had a Dak game in a while Parsons hasn't been playing fantastic I think last week he ended with no tackles which is not great um and the Panthers defense has been okay you know they're they're ranked sixth in yards allowed at 176 a game and they're 10th in touchdowns allowed at 1.2 and I feel like you know Dallas is due for one of those games where they really just show up and 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 don't give it their all Cowboys are great at home against bad teams that's what they do they don't necessarily they, do well on the road way. against
0: anybody i don't care if the panthers are 1 and 8 right
2: exactly this
0: uh, dude that was a good pick that I'm was, glad you that found was, it yeah. and i'm going to give yeah. you mine the stay away game of the coming week is dolphins jets black friday oh, look, at look at game, you look at you do you know what the overall record of these two teams is in history? The Dolphins lead the series 58, 56 and 1. It could not be oh, closer than that. Okay? Right. And just think about some of the games these two teams have played against each other. One of them was the Jets were losing 30 to 7 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And Vinny Testaverde I, yeah, brought boom. them all the way back, and the Jets won Cousin that Vinny. game, thirty to seven, at the beginning of the fourth. Okay, so that's crazy, right? How about the fake spike by oh. Dan Marino? Marino? Yeah, crazy ending. least yep. and last year, I forgot about that game. Last year, the Dolphins and Jets played a game that ended eleven to six. Eleven oh. to six. That's right. Is that score has that ever happened in the history of the <laughs> exactly. NFL? I think stay away. That wouldn't even be Yeah, I would yeah. And it's on Black Friday. Oh, right. what could go wrong? Right. It's the first time they've played on Black Friday. Yeah. Are so they you, having multiple games on Black Friday this year? No, just or that. Just, one. that one. Just, just that one. Just that Black Hole game. Duh. That's the only one. Ugh. But don't touch it. I'm telling no. you. That's that's a good call yeah. there. All right. And angry fans, our next segment, you're going to love this one. It is, what would Taylor do? I don't know who Taylor is. I just know she's an anti-angry fan. She's level-headed. She's resourceful. She might even have a billion dollars. We just don't know. But we want to know what Taylor would do when faced with a perilous, angry fan situation. Maybe she can help us make better decisions. So I mean, I'm, I'm going to throw out a scenario And then you tell me what Taylor would do. I need all the help I get because I make poor decisions, Scotty. Yeah, I know that. I know that already. Yeah, thank you. All right, so my first scenario is you are at the stadium. Your team loses on a late field goal at home, and you just want to get the hell out of there. But the traffic is jammed up in all directions. You can't go anywhere. You're in your car fuming. What would Taylor do?
1: She's probably
0: going to be like –
1: because she's, you know, so positive – well, here, guys, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go past the cemetery next to the stadium. We'll go past. This is where my helicopter's parked, you know. Like, we're gonna go yeah, past the right. family cemetery. We're gonna right. go past. What is it? The dumpster? The Johnny's right there in <laughs> lot six. Hang right here. We are. We're all gonna get on my helicopter, and we're all gonna get out of here. All right. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. I, I mean, mean,
0: she's resourceful. I mean, she is. She might I mean, have a billion dollars. Right. We don't know. No.
2: Exactly. Get but, stuck in traffic. How are you gonna get to that? The helicopter, you have to have a team of security escort you so you'll be surrounded by her security and they will whisk you to the helicopter.
0: Okay. Now we're thinking. Yeah. Now we're thinking. You
2: can't go with the crowd. That's too much. It's Taylor. That's true. She wouldn't be That's true. normal with the crowd.
0: No, no. I got one more. All right. Let's All go. right. So you're at home. It's late Sunday afternoon. You're watching the late games and you run out of beer. You Whoa. know you shouldn't drive to the store That's terrible. because you might
2: get pulled over. What would Taylor do? Oh, I'll let let Turner take this one. (laughs) (laughs) What what would Taylor do? You guys know what Taylor would do. She would send her help to go get some more alcohol. She's got help. Uh, Or she has like a basement full of alcohol, and she just goes downstairs.
0: No, I got another idea. I got another idea. Uh, I'll pick up on Turner's concept here. So I said beer. Yeah. Okay? Right. We could switch to wine. Because Taylor has a lot of wine in the cellar. So they're problem solved. Well, that's a winner right there. Ding, ding, ding. Problem solved. I like it. Well played. This
1: episode of Angry Fans is sponsored by Smashable, the store that makes any ill-advised table so easy to smash. We only use real bossa wood. It's so light, there's no chance your table won't be crushed into oblivion by your free-fall from the top of a sketchy van or RV. We have dining tables, coffee tables, drop-leaf tables, folding tables, even nightstands. They're all easily destroyed as long as you plummet from the proper height.
0: Unapproved by the FDA, Smashable is not liable for broken limbs, bruised ribs, torn cartilage, or teeth ejected from your head. Visit Smashable.com to see the world of possibilities for your next highly questionable life decision. And we appreciate Smashable for being one of our sponsors on Angry Fans. Cool idea. Cool store. I mean, any Bills fan would love. They sent me one. I broke one the other day. It's fantastic. Oh, wow. Good. I'm glad you tested out the material because (laughs) I have not had a chance yet.
1: Oh, it sounds fantastic. I'm a little
0: concerned about not being approved by the FDA and the broken ribs part, but. Yeah. Well, it happens when you jump off a sketchy RV. You, yeah. Into I mean, a Lake balsalwood table. Well, we, we witnessed <laughs> Things are going to happen. We witnessed it Medical last year. Bills. guy
1: broke his ribs. I mean,
0: we did. So, yeah. full disclosure, we did have uh, someone jump off a table and he did separate his ribs or cartilage or whatever. Something uh, happened with the ribs. That's it, was, it was his decision. He hasn't been to back. To <laughs> Just, yeah, we have it was. To say it was his
2: decision. We have to say that. You know, we had him sign. He wore a, a helmet. He wore a helmet. And so he nobody thought helmet. he was going to get hurt.
0: He had a helmet. We should also tell the sweet story that we had at our Shamrock Pub, which is the place where we watch the Bills games. Bills Mafia in St. Louis. A new mother bring her baby in, oh, and that's right, she broke a table.
1: Yeah. The little infant
0: broke a table. Now, it was very secure, safe. Her partner was watching the whole time and giving directions on how the baby should be, you know, lightly placed on. But it was was a great moment. Oh, it was. When you're born to a Bills fan, you are a Bills fan. Yeah. And this is, you know, your baptism is breaking a table. Yeah, it's a way of life. Moving along. It's going to be cold. (laughs) It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you for the rest of your life. It is time for Serve Cold, our segment where we talk about some revenge possibilities. Steve, you already told me you had one. So, Buffalo, Steve, you tell me a revenge scenario you're looking forward to. Uh, Chiefs-Eagles.
1: I mean, come on. you got two top teams, one obviously in NFC, one in the AFC. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as people say they are. Uh, Mahomey is Mahomey, right? I mean, everybody gives him praise. Not been great this year.
0: No. And, well, that's—I you know. mean—partially uh, because his receivers can't catch. Well, that's true too. And Travis Kelsey is distracted by some singer. Yeah, I don't and know. and she's an Argentina or something. And, and lately, defenses have actually started to do something crazy. Yeah, like cover him, cover Travis Kelsey,
1: <laughs> right? But I think this is going to be such a fun game for the Eagles fans uh, to get that revenge, and I—I'm looking forward to the Eagles just punching him in the mouth, super freaking physical, and get to Mahomes and hit him. I mean, Al Davis, in the first three plays, the quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. Now, yeah, i mean, paraphrase a little bit. It's not a, his exact quote, but, like, when you play the Chiefs, you've got to hit Mahomes, just like Brady back in the right. day. You think about the games Brady lost, even Super Bowls, It was pressure. They were hitting him constantly. I want to see a couple teeth on the field. Oh, yeah. Mahomes teeth. I want to to see a couple. I don't ever want to see anybody get hurt.
0: I don't think that's getting hurt. uh, It's just a couple of teeth. Well, I I was going
1: to go go somewhere completely left. I I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Hit him hard enough to where he feels it. Even Kelsey, come across the middle, somebody just tee him up. Like, ding. That's a whole other thing I don't understand is how the guy gets open. Playing Sandlot football. I love it. I love that they play that Sandlot football. No. But as far as the, <laughs> but as far as far the Eagles go, I think you're going to see a great game where the Eagles are going to come out, they're going to get that revenge. Uh, I want to prove. see them, yeah, I totally want to see them be physical and get
2: away with
1: flags that Kansas City got away with last year in that Super
2: Bowl. All right, Turner, do you got anything? My pick this week uh, for a real sweet revenge game is Josh Allen. It's been a long year for him so far, and he's been taking a lot of flack. People have been giving him a lot of trash for his play. I'm not excusing him. He has had some games where he threw a lot of picks and some fumbles that we want to take back. Um, But we know he's better than that. And I think this week he's got a little extra motivation. He's playing that team from week one that kind of made him look silly. He's got this new offensive coordinator in Joe that's going to help him out. I think I think it's all positive I think the team's going to get around the positivity we've got a couple of guys on defense coming back I think they're going to be amped up about it and I think Josh is going to go out there with a point uh, to to show that he's he's one of those top five guys and and he can win with no, top wants to. five top two there right. yeah. <laughs> I had to be I had to be a little bit I understand. No, I mean but lately, I like, lately, like,
0: lately, he's been top five. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But but right. the the interceptions I can take on his way. I will back. take oh. one interception a game. I'll do yeah. I'll, I'll do his seventeen intercep- interceptions. Yeah, but his interceptions season. aren't right. what the media is making him out to be.
1: He's well, he's also worse.
2: running more than like his balance. He can have more picks or or tur- let's say turnovers. One turnover a game. Yeah. If he's doing all the other things that he does. Which yes, and they they neutered him. Percent of our our touchdowns. They
0: have the offense. The offense that Dorsey was running was actually not an offense. It was just a series of plays. Right. Right. Now I believe there was no scheme to it. I, yeah, it wasn't an offense. It no. was just a series of plays, as if Mad he was playing Madden. Yeah. Now I believe that Joe Brady will be better. I hope that he will run an offense and that he will give Josh the opportunity to be Josh, which is. He's going to have to run something. It's, right.
1: It's like now they've all been comparing it. And I said it before we drafted him how much I wish we had a Brett Favre guy. Give me a gunslinger. I asked for that for 20 years after Flutie.
0: It went from Kelly to Flutie. We won't even mention mm-hmm. Rob
1: Johnson. But anyway.
0: <laughs> um, but I agree with you, Turner. I believe, oh, you know, of course, we've already said we're Bills fans. Yeah, so we will sure. be optimistic, but we're also realists. We're, we're angry real. about the way the season has gone so far. We're pissed off about it, actually. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I can't say those words. I already promised my mom I wouldn't. <laughs> I've already cussed more than... It's
0: a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah well... I'll do a quick one before we uh, move on. Hit us. Uh, my revenge game will be Ohio State-Michigan coming up. Oh, and yeah. to be honest, I don't know which side has more revenge on their minds because Michigan has whipped Ohio State the last two years. I have. Under Harbaugh, who for years was criticized because he couldn't beat Ohio State. Right. And the one thing you have to do if you're the coach at Michigan is beat Ohio State. Yep. But he's been doing it. Well, he finally got a an NFL-caliber quarterback. And when he does that, his record shows that Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. Oh, yeah. I think he could end up back in the NFL. Oh, yeah, exactly. But for this coming week... He's suspended. He won't even be there. But I think both sides have a huge amount of revenge because Harbaugh wants to prove, hey, you guys, Ohio State, and all you other teams in the Big Ten, you came after me, you yep. you tattled on us or whatever, and now you I'm suspended. But our team is going to kick your right. butt. Yep. And Ohio State is probably thinking, you know what, Harbaugh, this is we are going to screw you royally right now, right. Yep. on and off the field. And that's going to do it for this episode of Angry Fans. I'm Scotty. Before you smash any tables, be sure to smash that like button. Isn't that what we're supposed to say, yes. podcasters? I smash that but like button. I master. think it is. Yeah. I don't know. Just tell your angry friends and family about us. That'll, be true. That'll do. And every episode, this is the great thing about this podcast, is that we donate to a charity. We're angry fans, but we're gentlemen of the games, forbearing souls who care about people. This week, we are going to donate to Andy Dalton's foundation. Now, there's a story behind this. He's the former quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, and in 2017, a miraculous 4th-and-12 play on New Year's Eve, a touchdown to Tyler Boyd put the Bills into the playoffs for the first time in 17 years, and Bills Mafia stepped up and donated amounts ranging from $17 to I don't know what but we ended up donating to the charity about 750 grand mm-hmm. and that was kind of the beginning of this whole Bills Mafia Cares movement where we donate all the time even right. to people who are now he he did us, he did us a favor in that case but we'll yeah. donate to opponents people who criticize right. us L- Lamar Lamar Jackson. Picked uh, him off and returned it. Or that uh <laughs> or that guy in Chicago who was hating on Bill's fans and we oh, donated that's to right. his charity. Right. What I want to say really quickly is I'll never forget that moment when he threw that touchdown. I was in my car and I was in the passenger seat and we were going to dinner. And then all of a sudden it was on the radio. Right. And I lived in Cincinnati, so it was on locally. Oh. And then he goes, and the ball's bombed down the 20, 30 touch I was just – and I was shaking. The car was shaking because I was <laughs> yeah, jumping lovely. up and down in the passenger seat. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. One moment, our season's over. The next moment, touchdown. Bills are in the playoffs. Yep. I sat in the car. I, my wife went into the restaurant, and I just sat there and took uh, a moment. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so I was cool. I think I had tears in my eyes. 17 yeah. years is oh. a long time. It Hell, is.
1: Yeah. I was, with, I was at my buddy's house, Big Phil. And we sat there and cried together. We couldn't believe it. Had no idea, no idea. Give me fourth and twelve. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not even against Baltimore. That's not going to happen. Like,
0: that no. was beautiful.
1: Oh, it was great memory.
0: And so we're donating some money to that charity once again in honor of the idea that it was kind of the first one that prompted this whole giving movement by Bill's Mafia. And so I'm happy to do it, and I love the concept here because we've been pretty angry. Over the last uh, 45 minutes, but you know what? You know what we'll do? We'll end with a little bit of zen music. Perfect. So just, uh, we're going to take a deep breath, and we're going to relax for a moment. Yeah. I feel much better. All right, that's going to do it for angry fans. Buffalo Steve, Turner, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.